Welcome to Act Two by Choosing Him Ministries with Tisha Janes and Andrew Pate, a place where life stories are told, encouragement is shared, and hope is found. Good morning and welcome to Act Two. We have Dana Smith with us this morning. Dana is a local singer and songwriter and a worship leader in the metro Atlanta area. She has worked in Nashville as a demo artist for various songwriters and has sung with the Fayette Symphony at the Fred and Peachtree City and at the Southern Ground Amphitheater as a soloist with the Fayette Chorale. Her heart is to lead women to a deeper relationship with Jesus through discipleship, Bible teaching, and worship. Currently, she resides, resides in Noonan, Georgia with her husband, Chris, five children, and their Daisy the dog, which I think <laughs> probably here in the background. Um, beyond her music career, Dana and her husband are passionate about their love for Jesus and his calling on their lives to be the church to their community. They are committed to intentional discipleship and small group ministry, where they have experienced life-changing growth, both within themselves and with other believers. Uh, Dana, welcome this morning. Thank you guys for having me. Well, we're so excited to have we you. Are. And oh my God. Huh? You probably will hear Daisy Dog in the background because she is currently snoring at my feet. So that's okay. Well, welcome, Daisy. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, if you I, and I'm hoping it doesn't pick up, but I can hear my dog upstairs trying to eat. She's a snoring. <laughs> she has neurotic issues, and like I can hear her trying to eat up there, and I'm just like, oh man, like no, that's just life. That's yeah, what we do. It just is what yeah, it is. Right. So, but you guys, we are so excited to have you, Dana. Dana and I have just recently met, so I was super excited that. Like, I feel like we've talked just for a few minutes and like, you're just one of those people, like you put people at ease instantly. So I'm really excited to like, get to know you a little better today. So yeah. yeah. And we had Dana sing at our Choosing Him Ministries, the gathering um, this past month. And so as I was reading out all the stuff she does, I wanted to go and she's our third worship leader because (laughs) Dana's voice, I'm telling you, if you've ever been a fan of Celine Dion, um, nice. you'll forget who's you'll say Celine who after you've heard. Dana. Wow. What a compliment, Tisha. I mean, you, because yes. you just have a way of bringing heaven to earth and just on her knees. Well, like, you know, when you, when you grow up in the eighties and nineties and you listen to Celine Dion and, you know, those power voice artists, like you kind of mimic them. So that's, that's a huge compliment. Thank you. Well, it, we, she's kind of been up there in our family as far as music goes. So that's great. That's how I describe you. Like if you've ever heard of Celine, you will say Celine who, what she's heard, Dana. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not just Tisha. Like I had dinner with a friend last night and she said the same thing. She was like, you've never heard her sing. And I was like, no, and she's like, she has the most beautiful. I'm talking the most beautiful voice. And I was like, wow. Okay. So yeah, so I'm gonna have to Go and listen. Yes. So, yeah. So, and at the end, we want to let you tell everybody how to be able to listen to oh, your yeah. voice, to hear you, how to connect with you. So, absolutely. We'll, we'll absolutely. So, so you guys, so, uh, you know, as you know, we like to talk with women about their act two, like a, just a time, a season in their life where God met them where they were and just helped in a transition of some way. And so today, Dana, we just wanted to hear a little bit about your testimony um, about just a time in your life where you feel like, God kind of met you where you were at and, and helped with that second act, that transition. So um, I have a ton of second acts in my life, right? So right. As I was thinking through this, I'm, I'm like, what, what is the most like transitional or transformative one? Um, and it would, it would have to be when I met my husband. 
So um, I want to give a little bit of a backstory, you know, prior to um, the actual second act, because I think that will kind of help, you know, how I got there. So, um, so I, I grew up in a, um, in a Christian home. My parents, we were Methodists growing up and um, loved the Lord from a very young age, gave my life to him at a very young age. Um, and I <laughs> consider myself when I was little, like the playground missionary, right? Like, so <laughs> I was just the kid on the monkey bar bars and when you asked me who my best friend was, I would say, oh, that's Jesus. Don't you know? Sweet. I mean, I just, I loved Jesus from a very young age. So, um, you know, I, I just remember having a distinct calling on my life at, at 10, you know, so, um, so I, I just knew that God had something planned for me. And like a lot of teenagers, you know, you go through a rebellious stage of life, which unfortunately I did. Um, but I was found myself pregnant at 16. And so I had, um, a baby and I was very different from most, most like seniors that go to high school. I would take my son and drop him off at daycare and then, um, go to school and then go back and pick him up and go home. And so I just had a very different life when I was young. Right. I had to grow up really quick. Right. So, um, so when I was a senior in high school, shortly after I graduated, I met, um, who I, a man I fell in love with and he wanted to be a daddy to my son. And so it just made sense. You know, I'm 20 years old and I, I think I met him when I was, um, 19 and a half, we got married within six months of meeting each other. It was very quick. Um, and got married. We were together for 10 years, had two more children. Um, and it just was a not super healthy situation. So, um, that ended in a pretty, pretty horrible divorce. Um, and so here I am, you know, in this valley, you know, in this in-between stage where I, um, I know what God's calling me to, I know what I want and I know what my desires are, but I'm just not quite there yet. So I met my husband, what year was that? 2008. Cause I remember we met online. It's, it's a fun story that we get to tell. Um, but we met online and come to find out we knew a lot of the same people, our paths never crossed. And, um, he had a ministry background. I had a ministry background. Both of us had had a little bit of wounded you know, ministry experience. And so, um, I say that when we met, we kind of, we, I knew that God had a, had a plan for us as a couple, right. As, as an individual, I knew that, but then when I met him, I was like, there's just no way that this is coincidence. God's hand is in this. We, we definitely have a plan together. Um, and so we just grew and here we are today. So I, I would definitely say that was my second act for yeah. sure. Yeah. Great. That's amazing. So, yeah. okay. So you kind of touched base on like the Valley, the in-between, like, tell us how did you cling to God and keep your faith during that time? Because it is so hard, especially, I mean, you are sitting here and for those who are just listening, you guys, she's like beautiful alabaster skin, blonde hair, gorgeous woman <laughs> sitting here who looks like she has it totally together. And so it's really hard to like hear that. And like, you know, like, we kind of sometimes gloss over like those really hard valleys, like that moment where you're just like, oh my gosh, because you are a single mom with how many children? 
Three. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Three, okay, three, three yeah. children. I mean, yeah. that's that's not an easy thing to bite off. And so right. how, how did you search and find God in those moments? So uh, I wish that I could say that I had it all together in the valley. <laughs> I wish that I could. <laughs> I did that perfectly and it was wonderful. And God and I were just, you know, um, and there were times that that happened, but, um, I think that it's, I think the valleys is, is what kind of shapes us. Right. Um, so I didn't do it well all the time. Um, and I, I think that, you know, in, in talking to, to women who could be in this, in this valley right now. Um, it is so important. And I, and I tell this to my kids, my older ones, right? I mean, the younger ones, they'll get there, but especially my younger ones, I have a, a senior in high school, a girl, but influence is so important. And the people that you surround yourself with is so important. And so, uh, when I divorced my husband, when we, when we went through that, there was a good period of about two years where I, desperately wanted community and found it, um, in, in a crowd that was not, and I knew, I knew in my heart that this crowd is not my people. These are not my people, but I desperately wanted it. And because I was not patient and allowing God to, you know, just heal me and let me find that, um, I, so I found it in the wrong places. And so I met this guy, we dated, it was just not a good situation, but I remember being at the end of my rope in that like 18 month period of time. I remember being at the end of my rope and I remember a very distinct moment where I, um, I'm going to cry. Y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't do this. Hey, oh, that's okay. Where I was, at, I was at the end of myself and that's, that's where I feel like God says, okay you're ready. You know, you're ready. Um, and I just remember falling flat on my face and weeping and saying, Lord, you know, I'm, I'm trying in my own, I'm trying in my own flesh. I'm trying to do this on my own. And, um, I'm tired, I'm tired and I'm ready for your, your act too. You know, I'm ready for your, for your will. And, um, I completely surrendered. It was this moment of just giving up everything and myself and offering myself to the Lord again and, and offering my children right to the Lord again. And so, um, so it was after that, that I started going back to church again. I, I, I was just surrounding myself with people. I knew that I needed to have my people. I needed my people. Um, and within like four months, I met Chris. <laughs> so isn't that how God works? Yes, yes. it is. He, just had, he had to bring me to the end of myself. And so, um, and it was such a learning time too, and, and a teachable moment for me. And now I can use it to teach. Absolutely. Yeah. Other people. So that brings the um, analogy to me of like, when you've got somebody in the pool who's drowning. And somebody yeah. gets in to try to save them, but the person's fighting them so hard. You're like, I can't yeah. save you until you finally just surrender. And then I can ah. help you out. Yeah. yeah. And it's that visual <laughs> yeah. of, you know, God's like, like, I'm going to save you. That's not the question. 
absolutely how fast this happens exactly. <laughs> how fast we change your circumstances to that's right yeah totally surrendering to me yeah absolutely. and that's change you from the deep end to the shallow end and out of the yeah. world, you know <laughs> yes uh, but we do absolutely. we fight him and we think we know what um is right for us and he's like if you'll just be still and be yeah. quiet yes yeah, yeah. absolutely okay. i mean there is a um when you are when you're in a valley and I, I'm, I'm all about right now, um, I'm, I'm all about right now, not being a victim, you know, like um, I just, this is like the heart that I want to tell the church in general. If we can get out of this victim mentality of it's his fault, it's her fault. I'm here because of this, you know, I'm not, I'm not in this place because of, of this situation or because of that, um, if we can get out of that, like wanting to blame everything else in our lives, um, it will completely change our mentality and our outlook. So I think the difference between, you know, just living life in that season of in that victimhood season, it, you're miserable. <laughs> you're you're unhappy and you bring everyone else around you down right and so um so after you know after and there was so much growth oh my gosh when I met Chris and we both were growing because we both had hurts different kinds of hurts and so I, I kind of say we kind of got out of this valley together right and um I think that um he taught me a lot about just surrender and not holding on to anything from the past, not looking back and just keep moving. Um, but it, but it's very different now, very different. Um, I, I, I think that when one of the very first scriptures that I memorized was Romans 12, one and two, and it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, um, it is a constant, this is what he, this is what Christ talks about when he says dying to yourself, picking up your cross, you know, following him. It is a constant daily minute by minute decision. Do I want to live by the patterns of the world and be a victim and blame everyone around me? Or do I want to say, I'm not going to live by the patterns of the world and I'm going to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. And it's, so it's a battle. It's just a daily battle. Um, and there were many times in that in between when I finally surrendered. So in, when I finally surrendered until Jesus gave me, you know, my forever, right? Like that time right there was probably the hardest um, in, in just learning patience. Hmm. I'm a, I don't know if you guys are familiar with any of the personality traits, but like, um, I think it's Myers-Briggs. I'm an ENFP. Okay. And then on the, um, on the Enneagram, I'm a seven. So I don't know if you're familiar with any of that, but no, you'll have to explain that. Okay. We're, so, we're familiar with those names, but yeah, I forget listen, what, me what too. I, right. So I will give you a very brief description of my personality. And this is what my family has said since I was little itty bitty, but I am ready fire aim. Okay. <laughs> Before I'm ready, I will jump. And there's some beautiful, there's some beautiful things about that personality once you're fully surrendered. Right. But until that time, 
it's so dangerous because I, I am so impatient for what I know is coming and what I know I need and want. So there is a constant just dying to myself, right? And just surrendering in that mindset and saying, okay, I'm going to trust. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to wait. And I know you're coming through. I know you're coming through. And so um, I don't consider myself a ready, fire, aim person anymore. So, I, I mean, in the good things I might be, like someone told me once, uh, um, I have a Bible study of about six women and um, we were talking about like who we can relate to in the scriptures, right? And one of the examples that, that uh, one of the ladies said about me is she goes, I see you as, um, as, um, oh, hold on just a second. It's going to come to me. Peter. Okay. I see you as Peter in the boat finally recognizes who Jesus is on the shore. He just jumps in. Yep. And I'm like, that is so sweet. Like, I love technology, right? So, um, so yes, in those, in those instances of just like, ready, I'm just going to jump. Like, it's great. But when you're not completely surrendered, it's not very healthy. <laughs> right. That's, that's a very beautiful way to put that. I haven't heard somebody uh, talk about your strengths and weaknesses in, in that terms. And that's, I, I'm, a, I'm curious now. I'm going to have to do the Instagram. I know. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally do it. It's, it's very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it eye-opening or just confirming? You're like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. a little bit of both. Right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So we're, you and Chris both together are yeah. very um, ministry-minded. Yes, absolutely. Tell us about that journey and how God has moved y'all in and out of different opportunities for ministry and what that looks like for y'all. Yeah. So um, Chris has a background. He went to um, Georgia Tech and then he went to seminary after that. Um, and when I met him, it was funny because on his profile, his, his uh, online profile or whatever, he said um, his secondary degree was not as profitable. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> and then when, I, then when I met him, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Ministry pays nothing. So yeah. uh, anyway, so he, he has a background. He was, he pastored churches. He started a church um, back in I think 2006 before we knew each other. Um, so when we met, we just knew that God was up to something because we both had such a heart for the church. I have a worship experience background uh, in ministry. And um, so we just knew really from the very beginning that God was going to plant us and do something in us as, as a couple. Um, we've had a small group ministry um, in our home that wasn't really affiliated with any church that we've been a part of. Uh, we just felt like uh, God wanted to us to start something that was like cross denomination um, and just have people of all faith or not all faiths, but all denominations and all um, backgrounds. So we've, we've been doing that for, we've taken breaks. We're actually on a sabbatical right now because we've moved and we're trying to just get our, you know, bearings again. But um, we have done that for like six or seven years. Um, we, we knew that when COVID hit, we knew that God was calling us to, um, to kind of, again, begin this kind of home church or cell church type ministry. So that's kind of where we are and just in the waiting. We're in that stage right now. We're like, hey, God, you know, we're kind of waiting for what the next step is. But um, 
but we both have such a passion for the church and for discipleship and for um, just spiritual growth. He's doing a discipleship with men and I'm doing that with women. And um, I mean, that's really where the growth is, you know? Absolutely. Mm, yes. Yes. That's cool. That is amazing. That's so, that's so wonderful. Like that God has blessed you with a partner to do that. Like that is so It's so much fun, y'all. I mean, it is so much fun. My friends are, they're always like, oh, I'm sure you and Chris have talked about that for hours because we will sit down and talk for hours about scripture. It's so, we're such nerds. (laughs) That's great. We, we will take, I'll say, hey, Will you help me walk through, like we went through, our Bible study went through the whole book of Romans and Romans chapter 13 just did me in. And I was like, you need to help walk me through this. So we'll sit for hours and talk about it. It's just, I love it. It is so much fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. That is awesome. It's beautiful to see you talk on this side of your valley. Um, What advice would you give someone who has not gotten to this side of the valley yet? Mm Um, who is facing yeah. that's deep in front of you or mm-hmm. they're in the middle of it. Um, Cause I'm sure there's times when you were in the middle, you couldn't see, you didn't have the hope or the vision that where you're at now. Right. Yeah. So how would yeah. you encourage someone who's not mm-hmm. there yet? <laughs> yeah, that is a great question. Um, obviously don't give up. Uh, I would say again, the, one of the things I have learned through this and one of the most important things is just community Um, and having a group of people around you who are your people, who you trust and who will, um, who will call you out when you need to be called out and who will love you and walk through this with you. Um, I mean, it, life wasn't meant to be alone, right? Like we, we, we journey this alone. And so I, I just say, um, surrender wholeheartedly, hundred percent. Don't hold on to any part of your life because it is, it will not take you anywhere good. So, um, I would, I would just say, don't fall into the patterns of the world. Um, surround yourself with community and women who, um, who love you, who have your best interest at heart and just keep praying that, um, and trusting, you know, God, God is, he is faithful and he's going to bring you through it. And, you know, another thing is just enjoy, this is something I have the hardest time on, (laughs) but enjoy the path, like enjoy the journey. So if you're, if you're in that in between and it's really, really tough, just find, find glimpses of like beauty in it and enjoy what you can and just understand, you know, God told Abraham and Sarah, this is the covenant I have for you. This is what's going to happen. And they didn't do it. <laughs> they didn't do it exactly right either. They were impatient too, but just realized that he will come through. He is faithful. So yeah, that's wonderful advice. That's very encouraging. Yes, it is. It is. So, okay, Dana, we are just starting this. You are our first person we're asking, but we're going to start asking yeah. our guests, like, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Ooh. I know. So Ooh, I love that question. I know. Well, I mean, it's a big question, but you know, I think everybody has something different that they want to contribute because we're the body of Christ and Absolutely. it's hands and feet and different, different strengths. So what legacy do you want to leave? Wow. Um, first and foremost, like, I think 
my, my primary ministry is my family, right. And my children. And so I, I want my circle, my closest circle to, um, to say, you know, mom was on fire. Like she just loved Jesus. And she told Jesus about Jesus to everyone she came in contact with. Um, and, and so that would be like the primary, but I think like, as far as legacy in the body of Christ or as, you know, for the church, um, Chris and I are both kind of like our heart, we're kind of pioneers. So it's like, we're like, we're like the ones that will go before and just do something that's really not <laughs> popular or, you know, and that was him. Like he started this, this church and coffee thing. And it was like, it was way beyond his time or way before his time. So we, we do feel like we have a calling to something that is not trendy yet and not completely um, like, un, like the church may not completely understand it, but we believe with all of our hearts that this is what God's calling us to. So I would say just um, being faithful as a pioneer and, um, and recognizing that um, or, or people recognizing they did something when it wasn't super popular, you know. I love that. that is yeah that's amazing I think that's a great question for all of us to ask yes I love it it's always tell you start with the end in mind where do I what do I want my legacy to be well if I'm not living my life to support that that's not going to be my legacy yeah exactly right so that, yeah. uh, it's a really yeah. self-reflecting it does question that I it think we all need to focused. consider mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I know I love that question so I'll have to keep reminding myself every day <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should just write it somewhere in our mirror okay. in the bathroom. So yeah. That's right. That's well, right. Dana. Okay. So how can people, if they want to connect with you, how can people connect with you? We're also going to no. pick up on yeah. our podcast, but absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I have an Instagram. Um, and know what it is y'all. I mean, I'm five years old. I am so not. You know what? That's totally fine. Yeah. You can just say Instagram and you guys just know yeah. that you can go to our notes and our yes. podcast and it's going to yeah. be available there. Right. And I have a Facebook page. Um, and really, you know, like I, I, we, we aren't connected with, um, a church right now where I can say, Hey, I'm on staff at this church. I've been on staff at several churches, but not, you know, I do things locally all the time. Um, so if you just want to get in touch with me that way, you know, on Facebook, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I have a, um, I have a MySpace that has my music. <laughs> that still exists. Oh my gosh. That is the best Sorry, thing. You are so young, but you just totally aged yourself right there. <laughs> that, that is the best thing I've heard all day. You're like, and I have a MySpace. Oh my gosh. It. It's still out there. I don't even know. I wrote, I wrote like an EP when I was in my Valley. Right. So in right? the, I wrote an EP of about six songs. It was so funny because I was like, it's secular music. It's not even Christian music, but it all was like completely had these tones of, of what I was going through at the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Space. I have no idea how to get to it, but. Oh my gosh. You need to get to it and put it on like Instagram or Facebook because right. I, yeah. I can't even tell you how I, how to log into my, does my right. space really does it even I don't even exist? know that exactly. I, don't, I don't even know either. so Dana you have written several songs yes, yes um, so I have are they on YouTube have, they are on YouTube yeah if you if you look at look for Dana Smith um yeah there's some stuff on on YouTube too yeah because they're amazing people need to check that out and yeah. hear and yeah. hear your voice 
it's super encouraging because um, I, I really do want to have more of a presence, you know, so I'm just like, I don't know, there's so many facets of like, I, I'm a worship leader and I write music and I'm a songwriter, you know, that kind of stuff, but there's just so many facets of like, I love to teach and I love to, you know, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, yes, go to YouTube. <laughs> you have a beautiful heart and a beautiful soul and you're very you. encouraging even to us um Absolutely. just your heart for jesus for ministry mm-hmm. for people um mm-hmm. and it's no doubt that god had a calling on your life from the beginning mm-hmm. and it's no doubt that your past is what made you who you are today yes. and it's yes. beautiful yep thank you so thank, thank you. you for taking some time to share your story with us and with our listeners and uh, mm-hmm. for being transparent and vulnerable um and our prayer is that whoever's hearing this today that needs this Absolutely. encouragement in their yes. life will be encouraged yeah, and yeah, find some hope. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank well, you guys. This thank you, fun. Dana. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. Thank you. This is great. Yeah. And listeners, y'all can um, find more information on our notes page, either on our YouTube channel and also we are now mm. picked up by Apple Podcasts. Yes. So you can find Act Two by Choosing Him Ministries. Don't forget by Choosing Him Ministries. Yes. Um, because that's how you'll locate us, but, um, you'll find this information there as well. So you can yes. hear Dana's story and please give us a, a five, we'd like a four or five star, <laughs> whatever, but give us a rating and give us a review. It doesn't matter if yeah. you tell us we sounded horrible. It doesn't matter. The reviews and the, um, star ratings are what puts you in the algorithm to get you bumped to the top when you search for act two. So yeah. anyway, so yeah, don't forget to like a comment something yeah somebody needs to hear this story today yes absolutely absolutely well thank you dana and thank you listeners for following act two and we will see you next time bye guys